media ministry. I'm going to focus in on verse 6. Isaiah chapter 9. I'm going to focus in on verse 6. And the reason our hearing, for unto us a child was born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father of Eternity, Prince of Peace. Amen. The greatest gift is Jesus. The greatest gift that has been given, the greatest gift that that can be given is Jesus. Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, as we embark upon preaching which you have given us, move Tracy out the way and allow there to be a mighty increase of your anointing. Allow there to be a, a, a rain that falls on us that we may hear what the Spirit is saying. Or speaking to our most inner being, speak in such a way that we can't help but, but see how awesome you are, how great you are. Oh, you good. Right now, you're good. In the midst of everything that we may be going through, you are still good. Allow us to get a deeper glimpse of your awesomeness and goodness this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I am convinced that we really don't see how awesome God is. At best, we are skimming the surface. At best, we don't see even how how good he has been to us. And, and, And I believe that the greater we see him, the more we recognize how good he has been to us, that that it makes us act better. It, it, it makes us praise harder. I mean, when you recognize that, that God, the God of all the universe, paid the price for your sins, you don't have to be, be, be pumped up to praise God. You can be all by yourself thinking about the goodness of God and you get to can't help it. See, see, any person that need a crowd to shout, this shout ain't real. Uh, can you shout when you're all by yourself? Can, 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 can you shout when you don't have a crowd? Can, can you shout when, when you're in a car by yourself and you start thinking about the goodness of Jesus? Yes. 
as, as I thought about this message, I, I understood that just this verse, just this one verse is a paradox in itself. And I have seen people stumble over this. See, many times we, we stop with, with onto us a child was born and we stop, that's Bethlehem. And many times our faith doesn't grow any farther than the Bethlehem experience. <laughs> and, and, if, and if all you see is Jesus as that cute little story, that little baby in swaddling clothes, then I'm afraid that your faith can't stand the test that's coming in the way. If, if all you see is that that was his beginning without seeing that that's his purpose. See, the next phrase is a paradox to, to just what just been spoken. Yes, a child was given to us, but this says, but a son, well, whose son? God's son. But you got to understand that in the Eastern religion, in the Eastern uh, a mindset that a son is equal to his father. So this text of just saying son is saying that it wasn't just a human child that was given, but God gave God his son for the purpose of salvation. You see, before you bend down low to see him in the cradle, you got to look up high and see him on the throne. Uh, uh, until you see how high he is, you don't really understand how far he came to save you. Uh, I know I'm telling the truth. Until you recognize that he's the same God that stood on nothing and spoke into existence everything. You really can't appreciate that he wrapped himself up in human flesh and became incarnated and God became us. Until you recognize that everything that is made was made by him, by his word, you understand how amazing, how much love is in that he came down here for us. Speaking to a Muslim lady, grew up Muslim. Uh, she came just to check us out, got a book, and, and she stood up all night reading the book, and she would come to Bible study. And you know what she tripped over? She tripped over Jesus being God. She just, she said, and he died on the cross. If, he's, if he died, how, how could God died on, why would he let man do that? And she could not get past, I hate to say this, but I, I understand because that boggles the imagination. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's hard to rock your mind that he would do that for us. I, I only got one word for us, love. I, I'm going to turn to your neighbor and say, love. 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 See, see, and watch this. 
We said that with no emotions attached to it because if we really understood the amount of love that went towards him doing that for us, we all be crying right now. <laughs> we don't see. We really don't understand. But I believe until you see how high he is, you can't see how low he came. And then, and then watch this. Then when you see how low, he, just a glimpse of how low he came and realize that the reason that he did it because he loves you. I'm just going to be quiet let you meditate on that. Gospel of John starts off and he says, and the word was with God. And the word was God. And there was not anything that was made that was not made by him. John takes us before the Bethlehem story. It says, hey, I want you to know it didn't start at Bethlehem. My fact, because he is eternal, there is no beginning to the story. He has always been. I don't want you to mistake that baby like your baby or like any other baby. But, but the amazing thing is that God became one of us for us. I started thinking about this and, and I said, okay, let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me go Google the, the Hubble telescope that is in outer space. It's the most powerful telescope known to man. They are now making one that is more powerful. And, and, it, and it looks into the atmosphere. It looks into the solar system to see what's out there. Media, the show, show, show the galaxy, the stars. Just run through them. Next one. These are real pictures. These are photos of the, 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 the of, of, of universe, the galaxy. Start right there. You know, and, and there's so many more I could have picked out. I just picked out a few. But, but what it does is, now I understand David saying, Lord, I, I'm in awe of what I see that you spoke this into existence. The psalmist says that God's laid, it's like going, it's like taking something and spreading it out. God just, and he's still spreading it out. Yes, sir, yes, sir. I mean, he holds it all together. We, we don't have a clue of what's out there. And it says here, there's aliens. No, there's, there's angels. But to be honest with you, all this was really made for us because watch this, and this blows a lot of people's mind. We are his chief creation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. With all the glory I just showed you, God has more invested in us 
than he does. And, and the reason, only reason I showed you, I want you to see how awesome your God is. But, but wait a minute. Ooh, we haven't seen nothing yet. The pla- there's planets. There's 10 planets here. And, and, and well, I'm not going to show you all 10. I just picked out some. Uh, show the planets. I hope I get them right this time. I messed up. Okay. This planet right here, uh, the pictures are out of order, but this planet right here is called the dark planet because it is the darkest planet that they have found. It, though it has a sun that shines on it, it absorbs the light. Now, what you're seeing is, it's right there. You just can't see it. Now, now watch this. It, it, what the funny thing is, that planet is so hot that it glows from within, though it won't reflect much light that hits it. If, 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 my, if, my, if my memory serves me right, it heats up at 1,100 degrees. It's like a piece of coal that's on fire from the inside. So it looks red because it's so hot. But if you shine a light on it, it absorbs all. Next planet. Let me see if this one is. Okay, you know what they are? Diamonds. You know where they're diamonds? Because there's a planet out there that the Hubble telescope found that one third of it is diamonds. I know some of y'all want to go there and get something. <laughs> it is made out of carbon. Carbon is coal. And, and the density, it is so compact. It is so within itself, that one-third of that planet is caught, and it glistening in the atmosphere. <laughs> next one, next one, next one. That's it right there. Go to the next one. That's the same planet. I'm trying to remember what this one is. I got it. <laughs> this one... This planet, it rains glass. The atmosphere is silica. Silica is sand. Anybody who knows that that glass is made out of sand that's been heated up to a lot of degrees and it melts. So the temperature of this planet is so high that it actually turns the silica atmosphere into glass and the wind, I think, moves at like 4,000 miles per hour. So, so, so as it is spinning, glass is raining like water. It sounds like a science friction move. You know what God has done, though? This is what God has done. God has set up that it confounds scientists. That it actually go against what they think they know so that those who think they smart will finally realize there are some things we just can't figure out. 
Okay, next one, next one, next one, next one. Okay, that's it. This planet is ice, but it's on fire. It's on fire at 439 degrees. Somebody said it don't make sense. No, it don't. But watch this. But though it's solid ice, it does not melt. The reason why it does not melt is because the gravity on that planet is so strong that what it does is it holds the ice together while the ice is burning. You want to talk about how awesome our God is? <laughs> you want to talk about our God who sits high? Let me, let, me, let me walk in this. Let me walk in this. Let me walk in this. I showed you this to show you how awesome your God is. And as someone told me, they said, but you showing me this makes me give doubt in my mind because now I say, how can a God that awesome come on Bethlehem? But I got some more pictures to show you. Next picture, go, go. Let's, let's get through the planets. Let's, let's look at the DNA. This is you. This is a photo of the DNA in you. The DNA in you is the information chip that's in every cell of your body. Next picture. That in every cell of your body, it is made up of DNA, and the DNA in your body holds something like 10 million bits of information. Everything about you is in every cell in your body, and these are actual photos of the elements that is made up in you. You thought the galaxy was awesome, but did you know that you're awesome? Oh, uh, listen, we're not even taking, we can't, I can't even take a picture of your spirit, which is the most glorious part of you. This is just what makes up your body. And your body is so wonderfully and fearfully made that the doctors at their best is just practicing medicine. Anybody that really been sick, you know they practicing. How many times have we been this? You know, it's funny. No, it's not funny. Yeah, that's you too. You want to know. Tell, tell the person next to you, that's you. That's, that's inside of you. Tell them you fearfully and wonderfully made. That's you too. That's, that's all your DNA. Isn't it as glorious as the galaxies? Is it what's it, what's it, what's it, what's it, what's it? When, when, when I was, you know, when I was taking the procedure for the kidney stone, they said it's on your right side, right? It was on my left side. <laughs> and I, I said, I thought for a minute, I was about, wait a minute, they wrong. They about ready to do something on me on the wrong. <laughs> Best be awake when they ask you these questions. 
You don't know what they might do while you asleep. And it has happened. Happens all the time. They practice it. I, I, I thank God that they got an educated guess. But it's a guess, y'all. Next one. These are the pictures of the inner part, the innermost part of your, 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 your macular system. These are photos. These are not drawings. This shows how glorious you are. And I'm just talking about your body. The part of you that's been made in God's image is your spirit. We can't even tap into that. We can't see into that. God, God saw the value in us that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You are glorious to him. You are, all, you are made in God's image and God doesn't say that about nothing else. The angels are not made in his image. Angels is made as servants for us. So, so watch this. So when I see the height of God, I see how far he comes, I become in awe of his love for us. It makes me ask the question, Lord, who is man that thou art mindful of us. What is it about us that you love us so much? Turn towards somebody and say, he loves me. He loves me. But watch this. Turn to the next person and say, but he loves you. Now watch this. If we really caught that, we would be careful how we treat one another. If we really caught that, you wouldn't treat somebody regardless of how they may be right now. They got, they got the image of God on the inside of them. I mean, I mean, listen, the higher he takes us, the more it ought to mess up being all of him. Oh, what's it? And he came and not born in a Palace, but born in a manger. Almighty God left heaven. Philippians chapter 2, verse 6. Let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, that though he was in the form of God, had equality with God, he humbled himself. You know what that means? He dropped down. He didn't change the essence of who he is, but, but, but he divested himself of his omnipresent. He divested himself of his glory. The same one that stood on nothing and said, let there be. The same one that created the stars and all the universe. The same one is the same one that said, let me become one of them. 
Our God is an awesome God. That's why, how can I say this? So that's why we can't miss Jesus on Christmas. That's why we can't allow the other gifts to overshadow the main gift. He's the greatest gift that has ever been given. I believe that if we just get a glimpse of his love, oh, you know what I said? When you really begin to recognize that he loves you, it doesn't matter who don't love you. Uh, yeah, yeah. He dumped you. That's his loss. She didn't see the value in you. She's jacked up. Listen, when you begin to recognize the investment God has made in you, we don't allow these earthly things to move us as much. I mean, hell, you chosen, you are elected. He picked you out. Before the foundation of the world, God called your name. He saved you, built you with the Holy Ghost. He, he pulled you out of your mess. He stepped into your mess, came where you was, picked you up, cleaned you up, set you on a different path. Any good? Fulfillment of scripture, born in Bethlehem. Malachi said he would be born in Bethlehem. Born to a virgin. Isaiah chapter 7 said he would be born to a virgin. I mean, all this, you see the geology of, of, of Mary and, and, and Joseph, because Joseph was a stepfather, but Mary was his mother, and he got to come through the bloodline of David. I mean, he dotted every I. He crossed every T. You know why he did that? Because God said that the wages of sin is death. That sins, sin, the singular sin that you and I have done, and, and we got sins and sins and multiply sins and <laughs> somebody got it. He's so good. Did he look past your faults and see your needs? See, see how, how can I say this? So for some folks who, have, who, who don't think he was that bad, you heard what I said. We, we got a list of saying, well, I didn't do drugs and I, I didn't, I didn't do this. But your attitude. Okay, okay, okay. You've been in church all your life. And, and you did this. And, and, you, and you did this. But your mouth. If eyes could kill, would nobody be? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, okay, let's, let's go. Listen, all of us, all of us fail, blow the mark. 
since sin came in by a man, it had to be eradicated by a man. Since a man fell below the mark, Adam was our representative. It took a man to fill up the mark. And there was no human being that could do that. Because all of us, there's good in everyone. That's not what the Bible says. Hello? Ah, oh, I see some of y'all. That's not what the, know what the Bible said? The Bible says there's none that's righteous. No, not one. Everyone has gone their own. Well, what about the good that we do? Well, even if you do good, the motive is wrong. Because God don't look at what we do. He look at the motive of why we do it. And if the motive is wrong, though we have done good, then God is not good. I don't know about you. I need it to be covered. I don't know about you. I needed the blood of Jesus. I don't know about you. I needed to be washed from the top of my head to, the, to, to my toenail. My baby toenail needed to be washed. Because I've been some places, done some things, but glory be to God that he looked past our thoughts and songs. If we could only get a glimpse, he loves me in spite of me. He loves, I keep on saying it. Someone, someone, someone says, someone says, I do right because I fear God. I said, wait a minute, that's where you start. We ought to get past, even though I will always fear God. But that's not the motivation for why you do that get you in the door. But once you're in the door, your love for him ought to be the motivation. I mean, come on, let's be for real. There's some things you would do, but because it would break his heart, you don't do. That's some things you're tempted to do. Listen, and temptation is not a sin. Everyone's going to be tempted. It's when you step into that temptation to do what you shouldn't do. But before you take that step, something tells you, you know that's against me, so you step back. Is there anybody know what I'm talking about? The love of God constrains me. But you know what? God's love will provoke you too. God will make you forgive folks who haven't asked for forgiveness. Folks that, I mean, let me, let me help you out. Forgiving is not trusting. Okay, let me, let me speak to them over here. A person has to earn your trust. And forgiveness is not for them. It's for you. Listen. You've been through enough H-E-L-L 
to allow what somebody did to you to hold you in bondage. I refuse to allow what somebody do to stop me from soaring. God's been too good to allow what somebody... I'm not forgiving you for you. I'm forgiving you for me. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? You don't ever have to say you sorry. You already forgiven. I won't even tell you that I forgive you. But I'm going on about my business. Is anybody here been hurt by somebody? Is anybody here been done wrong by somebody? But you don't put your dumb wrong behind you and you going on about your business because you know he loves you. Oh, he's good. Right now he's good. There's something about Jesus that makes everything. I believe, and I'm about to wrap this up. I believe not only did he die to take away our condemnation, but our healing is at the cross. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Your wholeness is at the cross. Can I see you too? Two drummers in the house. Give them a hand. We don't like him, do we? We just playing. I love you. <laughs> but you know, if we start picking on him, his feelings will get hurt. Don't ever believe that lie that words don't hurt. Oh, yes, they do. All of us have scars because of the hurt that's been done to us. Now, he has a choice to make that even when we're out of the picture, he can stay there being stuck for the rest of his life. We'd be dead and gone, and he was still, I hate to say it, there's some folks who are still stuck. Hold on, let, 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 let me, let me, let me. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. He, he comes to know Jesus, gets saved from, his, from, from, from what he has done because he has sinned too. But wouldn't it be unfair for God to keep him with his stuckness because of what we did to him? See, the second part of our salvation is the healing of our soul. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. You can't walk in who you're supposed to be till your soul get healed. Listen, save as he want to be, but stuck. Let me just say this. There's some folks sitting right here, right now, the question is not whether you are saved. You're saved, but you stuck. You want me to prove that? Let me prove it. Scripture says that unless you forgive, you can't be forgiven. But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got a problem with that. 
Because my forgiveness is based on the work of Jesus Christ. It's not based on what I've done. It's based on the blood and what the finished work of him. So what part of salvation is he talking about? The part of salvation, what he's talking about is he's saying this. He's saying this. He said, unless you forgive, I can't unstick you. Unless you let go of the pain, you're forgiven, but you ain't moving forward. Yes, God. You only got a half of what I died for you for. Because I died for your iniquities. I died for your sorrow. I'm a man acquainted with sorrow. I nailed it to the cross. As a matter of fact, I nailed Satan and all his imps to the cross because he's the source of all your hurt. So what I did was I, I destroyed the, the work that he did to keep you stuck. See, you can't even walk in what I called you to be till you let go of what Satan did to you through somebody else. It wasn't that person. It was Satan in the background who worked to hurt you that if you want to stay there and not give it to me, stay there and you will never know what I have for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love you, man. I love you, man. You, you know you're my, my cat. You know that. Listen, when you see Jesus at Bethlehem, you've got to see the cross. Because the purpose for him coming in Bethlehem is the cross. Without the cross, Bethlehem has no purpose. Oh, y'all, 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 y'all with me? Y'all with me? So, so when I see Jesus, baby Jesus, in the manger, I also see grown Jesus at the cross. So therefore, I celebrate that he came because I know he came to die for me. But wait a minute. If we just see him on the cross and in the grave, we still see too small of a picture. Because if he went to the cross, if they put him in the grave in order to prove that he is who he said he is, he had to overcome the devil. He had to overcome sin. He had to overcome the grave. He had to get up. I don't know about you. He got up. 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 But wait a minute. You got to see more than just the empty tomb. I think you got to go back and visit Isaiah. What you mean you got to visit Isaiah? Isaiah saw him. How? Very high. Ha 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 ha. And lift it up. Isaiah saw him sitting on a throne. Not just any throne. But was God on his throne? Isaiah. Some of y'all would say, Yeah, he saw God the Father. No, he saw God the Son. Well, how you know he saw God the Son? 
because John chapter 11, verse 40, tells us that what Isaiah saw, he saw Jesus sitting on the throne. Isaiah saw the virgin birth 700 years before it happened. Isaiah saw that he was Emmanuel with us, Isaiah chapter 9, before it happened. Isaiah saw the, the cross, the Christ on the cross 700 years before it happened, Isaiah 53. Isaiah saw the risen Jesus 700 years before it happened. Isaiah saw him on his throne in his glory. You know what that tells me? That tells me I need to see Jesus in Bethlehem. But even before Bethlehem, I need to see him as God. It tells me I need to see Jesus walk a perfect life for me and for you. We need to see Jesus die on countless. They didn't take his life. He gave his life. Let me explain this to you. Since he did not have sin, he was not held to the things that we are held to. He was like the first Adam, which means that he was smarter, he was stronger, and because he did not sin, he wasn't supposed to die. That's why even though they nailed him, it wasn't the nails that killed him, because scripture said he gave up. That means he said, I think it's time now. I think I did everything I supposed to do. I think it's completed. I drunk everything my father had me to drink. I, I paid the price for all their sins. Their healing is in me. Their forgiveness is in me. So, ma'am, death, come take me. Because unless I allowed you, you can't take me. I'm almost finished. So they put him in the grave. Can't you see hell trying to hold him? But I want you to know, nobody, nobody can hold Jesus on the third day. Early come Sunday, he got up with all power in his hands, women. You know what? There was not enough excitement over that truth. And the reason why there's not enough excitement because we don't understand that truth. If we really understood that when he got up, you got up. Hold on. Because he overcame, you can overcome. Because he conquered Satan, we conquer Satan. See, what we all understand is that we were put in Jesus. So with the same power that he got up with, we ought to be walking with. No matter what the situation is, no matter what comes your way, power, power, power. 
not think, do not think that one more picture you need to see. Isaiah saw him sitting on the throne. It's, it's, it's done. It's finished. The victory has already been won. We're not working towards salvation. We're working from salvation. We're not working towards victory. We're living from victory. Because we're in Jesus, and Jesus is in us, all that is his is ours. And as he went through, we will go through. Guaranteed victory. Not thinking we might overcome. We already overcome. You just got to believe by faith. I'm an overcomer. I'm an overcomer. I'm an overcomer. I don't hear that. Say, I'm an overcomer. I heard about three people say that. Are you an overcomer? Are you overcomer? Are you overcomer? You don't sound like you overcome. Are you overcomer? Are you overcomer? Are you overcomer? He see the angels with two wings. They cover their feet. With two wings, they cover their eyes. With two wings, they're flying. And I hear him saying, holy, listen, listen, one look to another said, oh, he's holy. Another look at this head, oh, he's holy. Another said, oh, 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 he's holy. Another said, oh, 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 he's holy. Another one said, Another said, oh, 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 oh. How many ways can you say he's holy? I don't know. I just know he's holy. He's holy. Come on, sir. If he's that awesome, then what are we afraid of? Since he's that awesome, and he did that much and loved you that much, Uh won't he do everything else? Faith says, I don't know how he's going to do it, but I I know he's going to do it. Faith says, I don't know when he's going to do it, but he's going to do it. Faith said, you, you can laugh at me now, but you wait. My day is coming. Faith says, I'm already more than a conqueror, though it looks like I'm about ready to drown. Faith says, I'm on my way through. I'm not here to stay. I'm just passing through. Faith says, 
My current situation is a temporary situation and it's yet to be seen what my God is up to. They said, I trust you. I trust you. Don't know how. I don't know when. Hallelujah. 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 I think we set the limits on how much we see him. Let me say that again. I believe we set the limits on how much we see him by how we build up or not build up our faith. Charles Stanley says this all the time. He says, just be obedient and leave the outcome to God. When you have given him everything, he will fight your battles. When you trust him, he'll show up right on time. He will prove his love for you over and over again. But faith means without seeing anything, without seeing no evidence, I'm going to trust him at his word. Listen, if he left all of that, the creator of everything, he lured himself to touch us. I don't think that the woman who was called in adultery I don't think it was the first time he played in dirt. Matter of fact, I know it because Genesis chapter 2 said that he took the dust of the earth and he formed Adam, which means he, like clay, played in dirt. But I don't think that was the only two times. That's the only two times we it is recorded. I know when he came to get me, he came to pick up some dirt. I know he had to stoop down to where I was, and I was dirty. But I don't think I'm the only one he stooped down and touched. I don't think I'm the only one he stepped into my mess to get me out of my mess. <laughs> Is anybody in here that was messy? But Jesus, but Jesus, but Jesus, step into your mess. 